Hi, this is Mary Jo Ryder. Hello, Mike here. Welcome to A Moment with MMJ. We're back for another moment with you all, and guess what? We have guests. We have absolutely amazing guests. It's all the way from Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. Mike and Kay Martin, they've been on the show before with us, and we are so honored and blessed to have you guys back. Say hello to everybody. Hey, hey, good to be back. You bet. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Well, welcome, you guys. We um, enjoyed talking to Mike the other day, and he mentioned, um, Kay, that you'd had something on your heart from the Lord, and we are excited to hear about it. Yes, we are. So, without further ado, I will turn it over to the very right reverend, Miss K- Mrs. Kay Martin. <laughs> Borrowing one of thanks. Mike's lines there. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you very much. It is awesome to be with you guys, Amen. and we're we're excited about it. Good. So, um, the other day we were driving to a church, and uh, Mike was going to be ministering, and he asked me, "Do you want to minister for just a few minutes?" And I said. Sure. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and and so the the thing was, I had been asking God, you know, if He asked me to share, you know, mm-hmm. to, maybe if He had something for me to share. And the word that came to my mind was purity. And I thought, now that's kind of a strange word. Um, and it, it wasn't in a sexual sense, right? Right. And so I was just asking God, you know, what, what does, what does that mean? And why would you be uh, giving me that word? Right. And then Mike, Mike said to me, um, what's in your heart? What's burning in you? What's, what's your passion right now? And I said, well, we've been studying signs and wonders at church. And Mm -hmm. that's really what's inside of me right now Mm -hmm. is, is that. And so, he said, "Well, just start talking and and you know tell me <laughs> tell, tell me what tell me what's on your heart." And then so it, it just kind of evolved from there. So praise God. Um, when I was in the church, um, I started talking about <clears throat> purity, and and what what came to me was orange juice. Okay, and I said, you know. A hundred percent orange juice is what we like to drink. Okay. We we don't like to have um, made from concentrate or right. you know we even like the pulp in it. I mean we uh-huh. we like it one hundred percent pure. And so I thought, you know what what really does that mean? Okay. So if something is a hundred percent pure, um, it's not made up of anything other than the one thing it's made of. Right. It doesn't have any additive. No. Um, it doesn't have, it, it doesn't have something taken out of it. Mm. It's not made from half one thing, half another thing. Um, it's, it is just pure one thing, pure orange juice. Right. And I, and so, what, what I thought was, you know, Jesus was like pure Holy Ghost. Right. You know, he only did what he heard or what he saw the Father do. Mm-hmm. He only said what he saw the Father say or heard the Father say. Mm-hmm. And so 
he wasn't influenced by, say, the news or the what the Pharisees said. Right. You know, they they could call him. They could call him names. They could act like they were going to, you know, stone him, throw him off a cliff, whatever. It did not phase him one little bit. He didn't change his message because of, you know, any outside influences. Right. That's good. And so if we're going to be 100% sold out for God, 100% wholehearted for him so that these signs and wonders do flow through Uh us to the world, then we're going to have to not be influenced by anything other than the Holy Spirit. That's That's really good. So I was thinking about that too. Um, Keith Moore, one of the ministers that I really appreciate, he said something to the effect of you can't separate being led by the Spirit from the Word of God. Right. uh, Or the Word of God from being led by the Spirit. Mm -hmm. And his example was, um, say you feel like God is telling you, um, don't get on that airplane today, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and, but you say, oh, no, no, the word says he will give his <laughs> angels charge over me to keep oh, me boy. in all of my ways. Mm-hmm. And you go ahead and get on the airplane and it crashes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, um, you, you were, you, you took the word of God, but you weren't being led by the spirit. And so in signs and wonders, um, uh, one of the things that when Mike was on the mission field, well, I was there too. Mm-hmm. When we were in Finland, he was praying for a woman and he really felt like the spirit of God said, lick your fingers and put it on the mm-hmm. lady's head. And <laughs> he could have, he could have said, um, no, you know what? The Bible says, if you lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. And I'm not going to do that. I'm going to, you know, lay hands <clears throat> on her because of the, the scripture. But right. he wouldn't be doing exactly what the Holy Spirit was telling him to do and leading him to do. Right. And when he was obedient, then she was made perfectly whole, and there was an amazing miracle. So... Um, all that to say, we we can't allow anything other than the Spirit of God to to fill us and mm-hmm. lead us and guide us if we are going to be demonstrators of right. His love and His power to the world. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Amen. Yeah, that's good. That's very good. That is super awesome. You know, that kind of... That kind of dovetails with what we've been talking about lately. Mary Jo and I have been talking about it as far as um, what what brand of Christianity are we putting forth, you know? And are we putting forth that brand that we are walking in the signs and wonders, we are totally endeavoring to be led by the Spirit, or do we try to have a foot in and a foot out? Oh, you're talking about a foot in and out of the world? Either that or just saying, you know, I can't do this because of X, mm-hmm. and it's not because the Holy Ghost said so or mm-hmm. said not to. Do you know what I'm saying? No, I think it's really so. good to to be led by the Holy Spirit and 
And Kay, um, it brings back a memory for me that, you know, I've been crying out to God, so when am I going to see signs and wonders and miracles come forth? And what I believe the Lord said was when you're full of Jesus is when it's going to come out because that's what's going to come out of you is is his, his presence and the presence of the Holy Spirit and that power that Jesus had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really Amen. Good. That is exactly right. And, you know, our pastor said something when he was preaching about signs and wonders that that really struck me and really made me think. He said, I am going to get the crap out of my life so that I can see signs and wonders operating through me. That just really resonated with me. And, and of course, then he said, pardon my friends. Mike said, that's not French. That's English. Hard to come right out of your mouth. He was probably like, it it made, it really made a point, Uh you know, it, it really made me think, you know, what, what might there be in my life that shouldn't be there that Mm. might be, um, (laughs) stopping it from happening. Right. Right. Sure. So, but then there's another, there's another thing to it too. Yes. You can get the. Uh-huh. Out of, <laughs> out of your life. But what are you what are you full of? You right. know? Say you... you get everything else out, you uh-huh. you're gonna have a spot in there that needs to have something in it. Right. So exactly. I I have been uh, we've been reading in John lately and I've just been seeing so much about being filled with the spirit. Okay. That I think that is, I really think that's the key mm-hmm. to signs and wonders, mm-hmm. is being filled with the Spirit, right? being baptized in the Spirit, being, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you think about, you know, you think about Ephesians 5.18, it says the, the, the concept there is be continuously being filled with the Holy Spirit. Right, it's not a it's not a one time thing. Right, right. It's this constant filling, um, and I I want to kind of jump backwards just for a minute. Do it. <clears throat> when Kay, when you mentioned, you know that Jesus was full of the Spirit, you know I just I could hear inside of me somebody say, oh, "But that's Jesus." Uh huh. Well, that's true, but in John, uh, and I think it's. 15, John 15 or 16 in there, uh, Jesus said, the things that I could do, the things I did, you can do. Right. And you'll even do greater things than those because I'm going to the Father. So it's not, you can't use the excuse, well, that's Jesus. Right. Well, that it's true. It was him, uh-huh. but he's given us the power and the authority to do exactly what he did. Right. Which means we can be that full of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. full of the Word, and yes. full of the Holy Ghost. Yes. And, I, and full of faith. Yes. And full of faith. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mary Jo is getting the Bible quick. I'm going to just read that. I want to read it out of the Passion. I know you guys, we've been talking about the Passion yeah. translation a little bit lately. So I'm going to pull up uh, if 
Ephesians chapter 5, and just kind of read that little passage a little bit um, through there about being in, being full of the Spirit. I'm going to start pick it up, verse 15 through 21. So be very careful how you live, not being like those with no understanding, but live honorably with true wisdom, for we are living in evil times. Take full advantage mm-hmm. of every day as you spend your life for His purposes, and don't live foolishly. For then you will have discernment to fully understand God's will. And don't get drunk with wine, which is rebellion. Instead, be filled with the fullness of the Holy Spirit. And your hearts will overflow with a joyful song to the Lord Jehovah. Keep speaking to each other with words of Scripture, singing the Psalms with praises and spontaneous songs given by the Spirit. Always give thanks to the Father God for every person he brings into your life in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And out of your reverence for Christ, be supportive for each other in love. The Amplified says it, uh, be being filled with the Holy Spirit in verse 18. I'm going to yeah. just pull that up quick. But that's it, it really is just indicative of a continuous uh, infilling and a continuous desire for being you know, being in that place where you're continually filled, uh, verse 18 in the Amplified Ephesians 5, and do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but ever be filled and stimulated with the Holy Spirit. So love it the way it says that, and that's just an... It's, oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So, and then you think about, too, in Matthew, where he's talking, where Jesus is talking about the uh, uh, evil spirit goes out of a person and wanders looking for rest and mm-hmm. finds none. Okay, and then he goes back to his house and finds it clean, swept, in order, and what? Empty. Right. Yeah, right. and that's what you were referring to, guys. Yeah. If you get that out, you need to fill it with something else. Mm-hmm. Right. Perfect. Which is the Holy Spirit and the Word. Yep. Yes. Perfect, perfect. And that B being filled, mm-hmm. it, it gives me the, the picture of, you know, the gauge in the car of, it's full, and then it goes down to empty, uh-huh. and about gas gauge. the gas gauge. Yeah. And so you kind you kind of wonder, where am I on the gauge? Yeah. You know, am I? That's good. Am I somewhere in the middle? Am I like three fours? Uh huh. What's it going to take for me to be all the way full and stay there? Right. That's good. That's very. You good. know, if it was a if it was a vehicle, I guess you would need to. <laughs> Be continually at, at the filling station, right? right? You know, right? yeah, to maybe be full you'd, all the time. <laughs> you'd have to keep the pump. Uh, you know, you have to keep the pump going. Yeah, yeah just keep right? it going. So, uh, <laughs> that that right there will preach for a month of Sundays. <clears throat> well, isn't that what we're supposed to do, though? Yes. Keep keep the pump going. Keep it being constantly filling us up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what might put a clog in the the little hose, hose you know? Uh-huh. Um, I haven't thought this out. It just popped into my head. <laughs> but, but, you know, let's get rid of the kink. And Yeah. Sure, the kink in the hose. Yeah, get rid of the kinks and That's good. get rid of the things that might be, you know, kind of blocking the flow from going into the tank. 
You know, there's been times, you know, you, you all remember the days when you used to get an airlock in the fuel tank or a vapor lock in the fuel tank? Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir, you I can't, do. You can't put no gas in it no matter how hard you try. It just spills out on the ground. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Yep. No vapor locks for me. Let's, <laughs> no, let's no, get sir. rid of them vapor locks. <laughs> I guess if the gas tank got a burp a little bit, then, you know, you just kind of say, well, Shake yeah. it shake it up, get the vapor lock out, and let's get back to getting filled up. You know, I'm just going to add yeah. this. Um, I've been getting, you know, I've just been getting more words from God. And one of the ones he said recently was demote and devalue anything that's not of him. Wow. Say that again, Mary Jo. He said to demote and devalue anything that was not of him. Demote and devalue. Uh, anything that's not of him. If you put things, you know, you're putting the value on things that are not of God and putting value higher, devalue it. Mm -hmm. And then just like if you promote something that's above the Lord, demote it. Yeah. It was just a kind of a deep thought, I thought. (laughs) (laughs) It is kind of deep. That is awesome. That's kind of a heavy revenue. It really is. Yeah, it's been fun. And you know, um, there. Jesus did talk too about there being a price to pay. Yes, and I think that that kind of might fall in line with that. Um, what what are you willing to um, give up or demote or devalue right. in order to have him, you know, operate fully in your life? Mm-hmm. With signs and wonders. I actually was just looking through my uh, documents folder on my computer. I was going to work on the newsletter a little bit that we're going to be working on. And um, I went. Up, I came across a document that was called Gut Check. And I had kind of been thinking, you know, I think Mike and I, you and, Mike, you and I had talked about this being kind of a gut check type of thing in a time that we're living in. We really need to be looking at what are we walking in? And how are we doing it? What is the brand of Christianity that we're displaying on a daily basis? So I read that real quick. And back, I don't even remember when it was, it's a couple of years ago, I think, God started talking to me about idols. What could be considered an idol, you know? And I, you just, I just wrote a bunch of things on. I don't have the slip anymore. I don't remember what they were and didn't type it out. But then I started reading John Bevere's book called Killing Kryptonite. Sure. And the very, yeah. very first chapter was dealing all about idols. And I'm like, huh, God, are you are you talking <laughs> to me or what? Do I, you know, like need a baseball bat up my head or something? So it was it was just time, you know, it was a gut check time to just kind of see, make sure that there wasn't anything that I wasn't willing to depart from if the Lord said, you know what, you need to quit doing this or you need to do something different something because different. I'm taking you in a different direction. And then here comes the million dollar question. I'm at work one day washing a dog, and the Holy Spirit spoke to me, and it was as clear as a bell inside my spirit. He said this. He said, are you willing to pay the price to go where I want to take you? Right. And wow. I, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> like, uh, I sat, I just sat there for a little bit, just kind of like, wow, that's heavy. You know, Mike, um, People hearing that question would probably say, absolutely sure. Uh-huh. In a flippant way. Yep. And then, now, God speaks to each one of us so we can understand. Uh-huh. Right. 
And if I would answer that in a flippant way, the Holy Spirit I know would say to me, really? Really? <laughs> right. <laughs> really? Well, good. Let's see. Okay, I want you to do this. Uh-huh. And it's like, uh, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, I thought you were willing to pay any price. Uh-huh. I'm not willing to pay that price. But I and think that's the point. That is that, a powerful question. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think that's the whole point of what the Lord was trying to get across. It's like, you really need to sit and count the cost. And that's what Jesus said. That's what you guys were just referring to as to what the Lord said. He, he's going to buy a field. He sits down and counts the cost. Mm-hmm. You know, and right. I think that's what we need to do as believers is really just kind of evaluate, gut check and say, where are we at? What are we walking out? Do we have any um, that we need to flush? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, it comes back down to Kate, the word that God gave Kate uh-huh. about pure about purity. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Are we what are what price are we willing to pay to have a hundred percent pure Him in me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or to, in you, or whoever. Yeah, right. and to be able to walk in the signs and wonders in the display of that, that we're desirous to see on the earth and that the Lord is desirous to see on the earth. You know know. what? Um, I'm reminded of hearing a story about Smith Wigglesworth Ah. and how he, he would not have a newspaper in his house. Right. He would not have any other books, any, anything other than the Bible. Uh And that's, that's all he, you know, all he read. that's all he read, all, all he put into himself. Mm-hmm. And he walked in amazing signs and wonders. Right. That's right. true. He did. He did. And, and it, a boldness that, oh, geez. you know. Right. <laughs> I mean, Bulldozer type of boldness. Into, <laughs> when yeah. he would walk into rooms, people would be convicted, say, I'm convicted of my sin. Uh-huh. And he didn't even say a word. Right. You know? mm-hmm. so, it, was, it was that way with uh, some of the uh, Welsh revivalists during that time, too. And they'd just oh, show yeah. up, and people would just start falling on the floor, weeping, repenting, and no, not a word was said. It was just the presence and the anointing of God was so strong, you couldn't really do anything else. And I believe we're coming into a time that's going to be very similar to that. Amen. Amen. I do too. And I think it's going to start with individuals like you and me, mm-hmm. and then we're going to be getting together yeah. and it will, it will, you know, spread to say, a not really a community, but a group of people. Mm-hmm. And then it will spread to the community. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? mm-hmm. And there, there will be a great awakening. Yeah. I believe it. I believe it with all my heart. You know, I've, I've heard that word woke, and I don't quite understand it, but um, I think we need to be awakened Amen. to the Spirit of God, awakened right. to yes. kingdom realities. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. That's, that's amazing. And that kind of brings it all full circle to the purity and the, the living that pure life and yes. having your house swept and clean and in order but full right not have it empty have it full full of the holy spirit wow this is awesome guys i'm i'm 
pretty stoked for this. So let's do this. Let's um, we're going to go ahead and wrap this one, and uh, we will see you guys. Talk to you next time around. And thank you so okay. much for tuning in. We love you. Say say any parting words, Mike and Kay, before we shut this one down. This was awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're very welcome. Thanks so, for sharing with us. It was yeah, great. Thanks, guys, and thanks to our listeners. We love you very much, and we will see you next time.